Hi, I'm Jen Horn. And I'm Ayan De La Torre. And you're listening to Mooney on This, the show where we talk about the challenges and possibilities in creating a more mindful and livable world. This episode is brought to you by Forest Foundation Philippines, a nonprofit that supports projects that empower people to protect our forests. If you have a project in mind, visit forestfoundation.ph to learn ways to fund it. So I'm actually really excited about this episode because Ayan and I got into conversations with two artists I admire, Anina Rubio and Cynthia Bauzon-Are. I admire them not just for their skill, but for how they lend their art to spread the love for our natural environment and the need to protect it. And also, I love how Ayan and I also had our own obvious moments of realization in this episode, especially when the interview tables were turned and we were made to confront how often we deny our own intrinsic need to create just for the sake of creating. Too often, we listen more to our inner critic, but by allowing ourselves to heed the call of the brush or the pen, and more importantly, allowing ourselves to play, can we find our stronger voice to speak for the causes that we care about? I think a common thread between Anina and Cynthia is that they both started their creative practice out of curiosity. It was just something they wanted to do for themselves as an outlet and form of expression. Along the way, their art evolved and it became a medium to start conversations on our relationships with each other as well as with nature. Their illustrations and paintings move people to understand more about our rich biodiversity as well as our climate crisis. I'm super excited for you to learn more from these two amazing artists and hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll be inspired enough to grab a pen, a brush, or whatever tool you prefer and start creating your own art. Anina Rubio is a visual artist and muralist who works on art that aims to promote conservation and sustainability. But Anina's path hadn't always been so straightforward. Growing up, she never listed artists as a profession she aspired for. She wanted to be a scientist, a drummer, or a hockey player thanks to Mighty Ducks. Eventually, she took engineering and went into a good-paying job in the IT industry. It was so stressful to just you know, keep on looking at the computer the whole day, every day, 24-7, even on holidays because I'm always on call. Um, that's when I resorted to farming. And then eventually, I wanted to keep doing things with my hands. Growing up in the city without a home province, she didn't spend as much time in the wild outdoors, nor did she do any gardening as a young girl. But later in life, Anina's exploration into organic farming, along with her travels, made her fall in love with nature. So I started painting botanicals as a way to document the plants that I see during my trips, you know, both in and out of the country. I kept a small plant journal as a way to practice also. And that became like my method of, apart from documenting, it became my method of practicing because with that plant journal, there's no pressure to, you know, finish big artworks or paint for clients because that journal is very personal. It's for me, for myself. And mm. it's nice to be able to see how the whole process of change is because I first, I don't pick leaves from plants. I only pick the leaves that are on the ground. 
Second, I try to preserve like flowers that are given to me during like events or awards night and the like. And so basically, I don't kill or destroy any living plant. And it's nice to see like, for example, there's a flower, it's yellow, and then I paste it on my journal and then I paint it. And then after a month or so, it becomes brown. But then you see that right beside it, it's the original color. So it's a nice way to document how things change with time in the same manner that we as humans have an effect on nature because like we also follow this flow of change in our lives. So parang for me, it's a very personal project. And that's how I started painting a lot of botanicals. <laughs> Ganda. Ganda talaga ng mga nature, like, metaphors, no? Do you have a favorite creative project? Is there something particular that you've done in the creative space nga, that really shaped your style or strengthened the direction that you want to pursue? Probably the one I did with Fashion Revolution last year. I created an installation art. It's called Aguacaja. And I wanted to mimic coral bleaching by using scrap fabrics. It's my favorite creative project because it's, first of all, it's something that's out of my comfort zone. I'm a painter mostly, so I my tools are brushes and walls. That's my canvas. So this one was definitely like out of my comfort zone. And then second is this project enlightened me about ways that fashion impacts the planet. Like who made your clothes? Where is it sourced? Is it like, are you paying the fair wage to the workers, to the labor? So it, my mind was open with this kind of issue that I wasn't really familiar with. So that's why I like that project. Right. And after that, I became more mindful with the clothes that I wear. I mean, I like fashion, let's be real. But after that, I think <laughs> I cut down my wardrobe to like 40 pieces that I can reuse and mend forever. And then lastly, it taught me to be more resourceful as an artist that in order to create, we do not need new things. We do not need expensive things. I mean, these are made from scrap fabrics and like of scraps of bamboo slats that were not being used as well. And, you know, as artists, I realized that we also create a lot of waste with the projects that we normally take. I mean, with paint, there's no way for me to be able to paint a mural by using sustainable paint. There isn't a supply here in the Philippines like biodegradable paint and it's not it's not available. But again, you can create with found objects. So that's why I really, really like that particular project because it's it's an eye-opener for me, and it's a way for me to evolve as an artist. As a muralist, Anina also recently completed a project during the lockdown, which allowed her to paint on a wall along a stretch of the Pasig River. So in that mural, I painted hands holding onto a fish, and then in the middle of the whole fish are flowers growing. That whole mural, the whole point is the future is in our hands. Whatever we plant now, we will harvest in the future. Whether it's if we plant, if we throw more garbage, then definitely the future will be more garbage. 
it's an irony because I'm trying to promote sustainability by a river that's dead and full of trash. But hopefully, because people who will ride the ferries or people living across that wall will see and will, you know, it will impact people who will just see the wall to make sure that they preserve or they help in their own way by cutting down trash. Because, you know, if you see or if you try to paint nature that's beautiful and then you see the opposite of like this is reality this is trash there's garbage then people w- would be more aware because i think sometimes people are apathetic because they are not aware so i think you just need that little push and i think because art is something that's always relatable i mean it's so easy to interpret like you just see it and then oh you like it For Anina, when she was still working her other jobs, art had been a way for her to escape. It was her form of meditation when she was in a state of flow and fully present in that moment. She's then had art as a full-time profession since 2014. However, when COVID happened, her projects had been put on hold and she found a release in gardening. Because a lot of my projects have been postponed because of the pandemic and lockdown. The first thing I did during lockdown is actually to do gardening and not Mm. paint because I I don't have... Because again, it has become my profession and sometimes you escape from something that you do every day. So I did gardening again. The first thing I did was like, okay, I have tomatoes at home. I will save the seeds and then I will plant them. And then I got some seeds also from uh, Department of Agriculture. They were giving mm. free seeds. I mean, during that time, I was uninspired, stressed, anxious. I mean, who wouldn't be anxious with the whole uncertainty? Yeah. Like, when is the vaccine? How long is the lockdown? It's not like I, I will stop painting forever because I'm anxious and stressed, but when I actually started propagating house plants and like some of my plants, that's when I became inspired again to, oh, I want to paint this. And I mean, I don't post everything online, but I, I also kept like a small journal where, oh, day one, this is how big my tomato plant is. And then I just have a little sketch. So for me, it again, it became art and nature again, marrying each other during this time of crisis. For me, like touching soil is something that, you know, for some weird reason, it really literally grounds you. So you are more balanced. And I mean, this I became less anxious and more inspired again. I started painting again. And, you know, the whole thing is whenever you focus on something, on doing something, it could also be doing nothing. It's like your mind is calmer. So that's how art and nature is helping me survive one day at a time in this very, 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 you know, um, anxiety-prone period of our lives. What about people who are insecure to even explore art to see its well-being benefits? So whether it's they want to pursue art as a career or, you know, just to experience the restorative benefits of it like what would you what would you tell them the artist's worst critic is the self each person is in a different phase of his or her life 
So the only thing that you need to do is to let go of this predisposition that I need to be like this person to create. Like I need to learn how to paint because anything can be learned. I mean, I did not grow up painting. I studied this. I practiced constantly. You don't need to paint for other people. You can just paint for yourself. Like when I started my plant journal, it wasn't for Instagram. It wasn't for me to post a picture. It's for myself. And part of learning is, you know, experimenting, practicing. I mean, nobody becomes a master at something during the first attempt. And finally, with everything that's happening in our planet, with climate change, plastic pollution, and everything else, where do you draw hope for the future? For me, there is really hope. You just need to give everyone a little push and you have to keep on raising awareness. I think the future gen, I'm the current, I'm not sure what, how to brand the generation now. The youth, perhaps, <laughs> because they are the ones who's gonna end. Well, I feel older. They are the ones who, they, who will end. They, 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 they talaga. Yeah, them. <laughs> they are the ones who's gonna inherit it. So, for me, just seeing a lot of things online, wherein people are fighting for this, 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 it gives you hope that, you know, in as much as there's garbage and we probably cannot take it out in the next five years i think there would be less garbage production in any case because people are becoming more and more aware and for me if we lose hope now then in our own manner we are not helping the planet sometimes it's depressing to see these news about like blah 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 but Again, in any case, I'm very, very optimistic and that's why I will not stop creating and raising awareness because for me, the future is blue-green. I always say the future is green, but I realize our planet is made up of 70% water and it's blue. So, <laughs> so blue-green na lang to be sure. The future of our planet should be blue-green. After the break, we talk to Cynthia Bauzon-Are, who spreads the love for our own proudly Filipino endemic trees, fruits, and flowers through watercolor. And as with this podcast, some of her passion projects to protect our forests have been enabled by Forest Foundation Philippines. So when I started drawing these fruits, what if I make an educational materials like that can be used in everyday life like pocket notebooks etc pero may information about the the drawings and while i was trying to yung research nagpo-post din ako sa Instagram at during that time tapos nakita ng Forest Foundation Philippines and it was actually right when i was thinking of approaching an institution Through working with them, I realized that it's important that talaga native species in forest conservation and in biodiversity conservation, and also nalaman ko na andaming ex- ano endangered na so parang sayang naman di ba kung walang awareness so perfect talaga yung project. Got a project of your own that aims to empower people to protect and grow our forests? 
Learn more about how Forest Foundation can help you make that happen by visiting forestfoundation.ph. Cynthia Bowson Are is a graphic designer and illustrator. Her body of work has its roots in Philippine pop culture, where she designed album packaging for rock bands like the Eraserheads and Sandwich. She was also the design director for a bridal magazine. Recently, her art has been getting inspiration from nature, and she uses it to advocate for the importance of Philippine native flora and fauna in conserving our forest and preserving our heritage. As I grew older, mas namimiss ko yung childhood ko. And so, I would reminisce about yung growing up years ko. So, um, here din in Quezon City, pero sa family home namin, maraming trees and plants. So, I started drawing them. Tapos, and yun, when I started drawing them, ng mga atis, ganun, kay Mito, I realized na lots of kids nowadays don't really recognize them. Parang hindi na sila familiar with these parang fruits, di ba, na yung childhood ko. Doon ko rin na-realize na, kasi di ba, pag nag-drawing ko ng plants, you just draw leaves, parang yung, yung mind mo already has this, that, that ano, um, paano ba, yung image ng yeah. idea of what it looks like. So, pag nag-drawing ako ng leaves, parang drawing lang ako ng leaves na ganyan. Yun pala, ang strict kasi, <laughs> yung strict ng foresters, di ba, parang, Miss Cynthia, kasi yung, yung, yung leaf kasi ng nara, hindi kasi ganyan ka-point, eh. dapat mas round lang kuwanta. Mas na-appreciate ko din, na parang, oo nga, no, if you're gonna draw botanical, I mean, I don't even call myself a botanical artist, kasi you need a degree for that. So, I'm just trying to draw botanically accurate flowers, pero, para lang mas ma-appreciate din, kasi, Like now, medyo mas kilala ko na yung mga, like yung leaf formation, yung, yung venation, even yung veins, di ba? Yung iba pantay, yung iba alternate. So, through working with them, grew din yung appreciation ko for our native species and all the more na I want to, ano, to promote and make people aware of what we have. It's okay to go outside the country and appreciate the, the na- nature ng ibang countries. But tingin din tayo dito kasi we also have a lot na pwede rin natin i-show off to other countries or even appreciate on our own. We asked Cynthia if there was ever a time where she doubted herself and her contributions as an artist. This notion was something I personally struggled with at the start of the pandemic And I wanted to know her opinion on the idea that what we do as artists is considered non-essential in our times today. Dumaan din ako sa phase na I felt that what I was doing is non-essential. Kasi, di ba, as an artist, parang especially me na ano, uh, gumagawa ko ng stationery and I sell them. So parang dumating din sa mind ko, parang what's the point? Parang, do I need to reprint these? Will people still buy? What do they need? Would they need planners or notebooks? <laughs> But there's so many other things to worry about. And I think what rescued me then is, parang buti na lang may, ano, may, uh, may nature. <laughs> may nature outside. So kasi outside the house, labas lang ako, and then there are trees, and then there are plants, and then you watch them, you see, parang yung observation skills na sharpen. So like when I see yung leaves na, na dry up na and then they fall to the ground. Hindi naman, may, may new leaf naman na nag- mm. <laughs> parang life, di ba? Yeah. May new leaf na naman na nag-grow and then even yung fruit na, na, na rotten, napapanasin ko na parang, di ba, when it falls to the ground, parang you feel na no one else wants to eat them. Pero, you see na yung birds 
Diba? They pick on them, even insects. So, parang, parang life din to, ano? Parang, <laughs> no, nothing, diba? Nothing is non-essential. Everything matters. And everything is connected. Everything's connected. So, maybe that's, that's the healing power of nature. Parang when you're, the more you absorb it, the more you are in it or you inhale fresh air clear your mind more and also you get to see the the wonders like yeah and, and parang everything is interconnected everything everything needs each other to thrive so walang hindi importante what would you say to people who would say that this form of art expression and also healing from art is elitist and not really accessible to other people or majority of Filipinos? Ah, I, uh, I think I know what you're saying. Because just the fact that we can afford to stay home and make art is considered, by some people, they consider it na parang privileged, diba Or elitist na. I was thinking, parang, actually, it's the cheapest form of, ano nga eh, of healing because you don't even need to, ano, to spend anything. You just pick up a pencil and draw and it's free. If, if you don't know how to draw, you can doodle and express yourself through poetry or music. Hindi lang yung art naman, it's not just drawing or painting, di ba? Baka pwedeng dumaan through poetry or through writing stories, journaling. So there are many forms of art. And even children, di ba, parang, you see them, but you don't stop them when you pick up a crayon and, and express themselves. Siguro yun din yung form of healing nila. They just don't know at that young age na yun yun. When you lose yourself in the drawing and painting process, nakakalimutan mo rin yung stress, yung toxicity outside. I mean, it's, syempre, it's important to be aware also, pero maganda rin to take care of yourself kahit for a few minute, few hours each day. But for some people, the person that they're competing or like the biggest challenge is actually their own self-doubt, like the lack of confidence in their skill and their ability. So what would you say to people who are insecure about their art, that they actually fail to see the benefits that can come out of it, not just in terms of monetary, but to help them with their well-being? What would you tell them? What advice would you give as someone who has been doing this for quite some time? Parang feeling ko obliged lahat to, because of social media, now obliged yung mga tao to keep posting art, to share your work, di ba? You don't need to. You just get a journal and then draw and then, and you, you don't have to show it to anyone. And then, kasi it's, what's important is your, ano, is your feeling mo, yung mood mo, eh. kung nag-improve yung mood mo while you're working on it, then that's enough, di ba? And, and through doing it then also, every day, you get to improve and by the time na nag-improve ka na, pwede mo na i-share kung gusto mo. I have one more question but Jan, do you have any additional questions you'd like to ask? Additional? Well, ano pa ba? Creating... I mean, the... <laughs> ah, si Jen ba? Sorry. <laughs> okay lang, you can also Sorry, ask. Jen. You can also ask. I also ask you. How about you? Oh, why not? How about ayun. How about you guys to the drawing? Yeah. <laughs> Well, my form of expression is really writing. So, though a lot of my writing has always been for other people, and now we're making this journal for a forest foundation and our own journal as well. So I'm always writing about other people's stories. So I haven't had the time to sit down and actually write for myself, which I should after being reminded by our guests, Cynthia and Anina, that I need to do things 
for myself that feed my soul. I mean, those things also feed my soul, but Champa, there's always an audience that you cater to for those kind of art versus the ones that you just do for yourself, which I think happens when you do like, you like you sit for one hour, two hours, and you just write what you want without thinking about the grammar or like the story structure, which I often think about because I'm always thinking about the audience. So I think it would be therapeutic also for me to do that type of writing for myself. And I'll try to do that on my birthday, on Thursday. How about you, Jen? Well, alam mo naman na I was dabbling in, in painting before, pero super like on and off. And I'm probably the insecure person that <laughs> I created this question yeah, for. Yeah, it's for her. Here's <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. validation, Jen. Okay. So, ano, <laughs> so alam mo yun, like even with um, the workshop you guys did with, uh, you you did with Forest Foundation, di ba? Parang, Merong pa show ng artwork, tapos parang ako, ha, shy ako. Anyway, pero yun, I mean, I think just myself joining joining that workshop just parang also allowed me to play. And I guess when you're when you're an adult, sometimes you forget to just, you know, let your creativity yeah. run loose and play because, I don't know, we grow up and we take life so seriously and everything has to be a certain way. So, yeah, wala. Parang mm-hmm. leading up to that workshop, parang may, may pinaint siguro ako, pero more of, parang dahil may kolat sa kong ginawa for Mooney. But, um, pero parang sobrang hindi, 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 like, you know, on your level at all. Stop it! Stop <laughs> the disclaimers! Stop it, stop it. No. <laughs> You're doing it again. 10,000 hours daw, di ba? 10,000 hours. So, medyo may head start na ako, so don't worry. Don't compare. Di ba, may mga ganyan, don't compare. Don't compare to others. Comparison kills creativity. Yes. Yes. You had to catch me, like, doing it again. Yeah. Well, because I, I do the same. So, it's easier to spot when someone else does it, but obviously harder to apply when it's you. My last question is, while art is therapeutic and all of these things are good, and I feel a lot of positive feelings from our conversation, it's hard to ignore also that there's so much bad things that are going on in our world today. So... Where do you find hope these days? What inspires you to keep going, keep creating art? When I start working, I, 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 I get lost in it. Eh. So, hindi, hindi naman sa, nakakalimutan ko rin somehow yung, ano, yung nangyayari around us. And maybe it's also knowing now what I'm doing now. Kasi di ba may advocacy naman. Lahat may direction. Lahat ng output ko now, may direction. So, hopefully, it can also contribute to people becoming more aware of what's happening around us. It's an environmental destruction and all of that. And they'll be more protective also of what we have. Parang they'll grow trees na native and, and hindi, lang grow, hindi lang plant, di ba? Talagang nurture them and, and make them thrive. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope these stories move you to create art inspired by our own endemic trees, fruits, flowers, and wildlife, and to nurture your own creativity and connection to nature. We'd love for you to share your thoughts and art with us via our Mooney Community Facebook group or via Instagram at Mooney underscore PH. 
You can also find our show notes from this episode via the link in our episode description. This episode was brought to you by Forest Foundation Philippines. It was produced by Mooney, hosted and written by Jen Horn and Ayan De La Torre, edited by podwiz.com.au, with music by Diego Mapa and branding by Sirius Studio.